You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hi, I'm your inner dream monologue, and you're fast asleep, so I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As our beloved Broadway community approaches a return, we are following four working artist mothers from both sides of the table and across diverse worlds as they emerge from this time of togetherness with their children. Two became pregnant and gave birth in the 17 months since the shutdown, while the other two paused the eight-show-a-week mom-life juggle and are having to readapt to time away from their sweet babes, knowing now just how precious the moments with them are. Tony nominee Elizabeth Stanley, Moulin Rouge's Corey Pettinod, choreographer Lauren Lataro, and Come From Away's Pearl Sun share their stories in our special four-part miniseries, Returning Reborn, The Rebirth of the Broadway Mom. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Mama's Talking Loud. I'm Kara Cooper. And I'm Jessica Rush. One of our very first guests on Mama's Talking Loud joins us today to talk about her unexpected return to Broadway from resuming eight shows a week after spending more time than she ever has with her son, Max, to her anxiety about moving through the city as an Asian American, her emotions run the gamut. However, she is looking toward the reopening of Come From Away with more hope than hesitation, and most importantly, compassion for herself and others. Here's our first check-in with Pearl Sun. We'll get we'll jump in. There's a little uh it's ten o'clock at night, like we said, ten fifteen, fitting oh, in where Lord. we can. Yes. So yes. late. The children are asleep though. They are. Yes, yes, for yeah. sure. Um for <laughs> anyone who's just joining us now in season three, or maybe you weren't here for season one, um, Pearl was one of our first guests, along with Jennifer Denoya, Jenny Denoya. And you actually joined us so long ago, Pearl, that we were recording in an actual studio i know not remotely not staring at each other on the screen not having to be our own editors and mixers my god (laughs) and walking me talking me through (laughs) what settings and how to do this oh my things we've learned during this year and a half i really like 
if you had told me I would know to, how to do all the things I know how to do now, I'd be like, no. <laughs> but I'm a little are. disappointed. I'm a little, little disappointed in myself that I don't know more, but you know, here we are. Well, you know here. what? At the end of the day, we survived a pandemic. I mean, it's ongoing. And I mean, but we, we're here. <laughs> yes. And our kids are and here. Our kids are here. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. How, how are, how is Max? How is he? He's good. He's almost going to be five. I know. He'll be five. I'm so similar in age. Uh, yeah. He'll be five on the 12th of September. Oh my gosh. Um, and so it, that's kind of mind boggling that he's already there. It's crazy. And he's just such a human, a, such a <laughs> formed human. <laughs> It's a little astonishing uh, slash a lot astonishing, but he's, he's managed. Okay. You know, we, we were very fortunate. We, we have a, a place in Connecticut outside of the city that we, um, quarantined to. And, um, we spent the majority of the shutdown, um, here, um, I'm kind of I'm I'm bouncing back and forth between here and the city um these days until we get started again in the fall. But um but yeah, you know, we we were this is a gated community we live in and we were able to set up our own summer camp on the grounds here and we had a pod of like four or five other kids his age and so they had a some sense of normalcy. Um, over the summer, so they had each other to play with Monday through Friday for all the summer months, which was such an incredible gift to have. Um, and I, it's not lost on me that that we were very privileged and fortunate to have that for him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do, I feel like our boys were so similar, and the marking of time from the pandemic, I see very specifically with him. Like he started it very much a toddler. He was three. He yes. was still in a crib, even though he didn't have to be. And the, yes, he is just a changed. He, he went from that part baby to now like full blown kid. And it's yeah. a real big shift. We were watching videos because my husband just returned to work today. And so we were watching videos the other night of the beginning. And we were looking at him. We're like, he has this little tiny baby voice and, and, you know, he's just, he's so little and now he's just so mature. It's wild yes. to think of the growth that has happened during this specific time. Exactly. I mean, that's exactly correct. That's, it, it's, but the, uh, the, the truth is that we've been in this for a while, guys. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, it's not, um, and, you know, kid years, baby toddler years, those, those are like dog years. <laughs> Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, and it's a lot, lot that, to change. Yeah, particularly that age range that you guys are just talking about with Finn and with Max. Like that three and a half to five ish is a massive jump. I remember I that. Mean, it's just like an epic jump. So yeah. crazy. Yeah. And the thing is also, it's like what I'm realizing is, y'all, we've turned the corner past a year and a half, right? Like we've turned the corner to coming up on two years it almost you know it's like by the time a yes. lot of us go back to work it will have been almost two years since we were on stage and since the shutdown so for on some level you know I keep thinking oh 2020 it was 2020 like it was a year so you think oh it's not that long and then you realize oh wait it's almost September of 2021 
And this is still yeah. our reality, right? I mean, so. you know, I I traveled abroad um, on vacation recently, and I just i've I've come to realize that the rest of the world has accepted that this is our new normal, and that it's actually not going away, and that we just have to kind of function and maneuver and work through this and with this. Um, and I find that our country's not there yet. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, the, the acceptance of that and the, re- the receipt of it is not there. Um, but, uh, but, you know, we just kind of got to take it day by day. Right. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. sure. For sure. Um, I mean, that's the thing is like, here we are and we're moving through it. And I think that a lot of us had felt like we got to this point. I know I did where I said, you know what? I don't think, I don't think there's going to be another lockdown, right? I don't think they're going to shut down Broadway. They're not going to shut down the economy. They're not going to do all these things. We all have to learn to live and walk through this moment, you know? And yes, it is the normal for now. It is the new normal for now. Hopefully in, you know, three years. It won't be, you know what I mean? Like I keep thinking like, will the day come when it's not, but for now it's here. And, um, well, and here, and, and this is the thing is that, you know, I, I actually am not trying to put it out there that I want this to happen, but I, I also have seen what other, what have happened, what has happened to other countries in regards to, uh, what our business has been doing so in places like Korea and the UK and Australia, you know, they've reopened and they've also had to po- take pauses. Um, you know, think thankfully not long drawn out 17 month long pauses, <laughs> but, but, you know, they will have, you know, if, if things turn up, then that is a reality that we have to face that that might exist and happen for us yeah. is that we might reopen, we're going to reopen. And some some shows have already reopened, and there might be a pause. There just might be a pause. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eric and I keep sorry. One more thing, and then I and then we'll move on. But I wanted to yeah, shoot no. this in. It's like Eric and I keep talking about the holidays, and then the winter, work wise. And I was like, yes, but you're working under the assumption that this is all just going to go normal. Do you know what I mean? Like you're working under the assumption that come January, we will have had a normal quote unquote normal fall and shows and we'll still be running and things will still be happening and people will be coming. We don't know. (laughs) Which is so funny because I feel like during the height of the pandemic, we got so used to not being able to make plans, like literally not knowing what our given circumstances were going to be from day to day. I remember talking to my mom and she was like, well, we want to do this. And I was like, I cannot make that plan. I don't know what tomorrow brings. I don't know what the restrictions in New Jersey will be. I don't know what the restrictions on my kid's school, like literally not knowing. And so really having to be in the moment and just go with it. So now this like forward thinking that we're doing, looking forward months in advance is so foreign, right? Yeah. And I find, I find that it first, <laughs> I'm going to say this, it, it feels harder now. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, my, a lot of my friends have been, um, responding in similar ways that, that it, that 
this moment and this point has been the most difficult uh, emotionally and mentally uh, than it has been throughout the 17 months. And I think it's a combination of fatigue. You know, we've just been in this for so long and not being able to, as you say, plan. Um, because I think that's human nature is that we have these ideas of, of what's to come and, and how to tackle and, 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 uh, how to address things. And when you're constantly fight or flight, that takes a toll Mm -hmm. that coupled with anxiety, because there is reopening happening. Mm -hmm. And what does that look like? It's so unknown. Uh, how are we going to function and are we going to, uh, perform well? like quote unquote perform literally and, and figuratively. (laughs) Um, so I think that there's just a lot coming at all of us and I, I just am hopeful and I just want to send out to everybody that, um, let's all be gentle with ourselves and, and, um, and patient and kind to each other because, cause we're, we're doing it. So speaking of that, how are you personally feeling about returning? What are your apprehensions, uh, excitements? What it, where are you at? I am mostly just so excited to be a part of reopening Broadway. It was an unexpected gift. Um, so I started as a standby for those of you who are with us um, season one. And um, I was covering five of the six female roles. And then I left the show after a year and a half. And then they brought me back to play one role. And I was playing uh, the role of Janice and others, um, the reporter, uh, when shutdown happened. And my contract, you know, ended only a few weeks after shutdown. Um, So I didn't, I was kind of sad because I felt like I didn't have the kind of closure that I would have liked to have had. And just a few weeks ago, I got a call that um, one of our onstage actors got um, a a job that she couldn't refuse, but that she, you know, it's temporary. So they asked me to come in and play the role in her stead. So I'm going to be rehearsing for three weeks and then I'll be doing about two and a half weeks of performances. And they said that they're leaving it open because they're not quite sure what her schedule will be. So I may be there longer. We're not sure, but pretty sure I'm done. My final performance will be October 7th, which is crazy because it's like full circle that I had two and a half weeks left of my contract when shutdown happened. And now I'm being gifted the two and a half weeks crazily well and also for that to be such a short amount of time right like I mean you're going to rehearse longer than you're planning to be performing it you know what I mean it's like yeah to think like you said it's full circle it's the exact same amount of time and the universe is giving you this opportunity to have that closure perhaps yeah and and you know and the reality is is the show is such a beautiful show and I love it so much. Um, for me and my, and where my headspace is, is that I couldn't continue as a standby any longer for myself and my sanity because <laughs> it's a lot. And, uh-huh. you know, God bless swings and standbys. God bless. Uh-huh. 
mm-hmm. because it's the hardest job in in our business. Yeah. So, um, but um, you know they they've been so wonderful to me there. And when there is an opportunity for me to play one role at a time, they this is now the second time they brought me back to do so, which is you know very I'm very grateful. Um, so I I feel like at some point maybe it'll just kind of roll this way and I'll kind of pivot in and out depending on what's going on work-wise otherwise. I feel like that's the best, like as a mom, as a Broadway mom, that is like the best gig I feel like, because I mean, Kara can speak exactly to this. Yeah. Cause of prom you were, you were that really prom. I went in as like a temporary replacement, which was great too. Cause I like had an end date and then they hired me as a vacation swing and it was so great because I would go in for like a couple weeks. And then, I, I mean, I was there more than I wasn't. There was a medical leave. So I actually ended right. up being in the building a lot. But I did have pockets of time where I wasn't there, where I could take my kid to gymnastics or be home for dinner and put them to bed. And it yep. really was a nice um it was a nice balance of things to know that it wasn't, you know, that's the, the we always told it, called it like the golden handcuffs. It's like, you've got this great job if you're in a long running show, but you don't ever have that end date where you know I'm going to have time with my family. Although we did just have <laughs> a whole lot of time. We had so much time. <laughs> so much time. Well, oh but, but here's the other part of it is that as excited as I am to go back, you know, having that eight show week schedule, you know, now that Max is, like you said, a fully formed, you know, very aware human, <laughs> he's had me mm-hmm. 24-7 for 17 months. So that's his new normal. And now I'm going to have to pull myself out again. And, you know, it's going to be you know, and thankfully it's, it's not that long term, but, um, it's a transition that we're all going to be making together. For yeah. reals. Yeah. yeah. We're feeling that in our end too. In our yeah. House. Yeah. Every yeah. day Finn says to Graham, he's like, I don't want you to go back to work. Dad. No. <laughs> I don't want yeah. you, you know, it's heartbreaking to hear that. Um, we kind of touched on this before we started, but and I don't know personally what you're doing, but are you preparing in any way, like physically, mentally? You know, we talked to Corey Petanon and she's a dancer, so she's really trying to, and she gave birth during the pandemic. So she's really trying to get oh. her body back in shape and, yes. you know, feeling what this new version of herself is um, in that space. So what have you, or have you been doing anything to prepare singing? And well, I'm, I'm hitting the books again. I'm getting back in because there's just, there's so many intricacies with the show. I have to say, uh, I think a, a couple of weeks ago, I, I turned on the soundtrack just to get it in my head, ear again. And the second, <laughs> the second that the beginning, um, Balron starts dr- drumming, I just started to go, oh, <laughs> because <laughs> I, I all of a sudden had a flash in remembering all the things that we're responsible for if i had to move chairs that many times in that many different shapes i would also have that response (laughs) and you know it's it's gonna be fine but you know the reality is so you know um, the good majority of the cast that will be reopening the show had just come off of um recording the film so they did a film version that will be um 
released on Apple TV on September 10th. But they filmed that in July the and finished, I think finished up at the end of July. So those cast members at least had that process. I have literally not touched the show in 17 months. And when I was in the show 17 months ago, I was playing a different role. So <laughs> it's like, you know, getting my brain back in that space um, is going to be something. And I have definitely been going on hikes and trying to get my my joints moving again. I've been playing tennis, you know, throughout this period. So, um, but, you know, I've gained weight over this period. Oh, how I've, do we all? <laughs> you know, I yeah. just... And I'm embracing that. And um, my wardrobe supervisor is lovely. Um, and she's embracing me. So she's like, whatever, we've got this. You know what? <laughs> like, good. It's like we got an email from our wardrobe, from our designer. And they were like, so we're going to have fittings so that we can just see, like, if anything needs to be improved upon. <laughs> I love I it. I like that they put God it that bless. way. That's there such a to- nice way of saying it. Anything but didn't, should be improved didn't you say that Hamilton is like not having them try on their old costumes? Hamilton, just- Hamilton didn't even have them try on their costumes. They just got they just measured them and then they're gonna have god them they didn't i right? know so, kind. so they didn't have to acknowledge you know i mean we all know do you know what i mean we know our bodies are different we know whether it's weight gain or lack of muscle tone or whatever like we've yes. said nothing replicates an eight show a week schedule and life so like you know it, we weren't walking the new york city streets we weren't hustling through the subway we weren't climbing the stairs to our dressing rooms and so Hamilton we were staying just, up till midnight yeah. every night. Like, right. I mean, right. I, you know, I, without even bre- thinking about it, I was clocking 15 to 20,000 steps a day. Right. And I went, and my average really was a couple thousand here. Yes. Where I was. Yeah. Isn't that wild? It's crazy. It's it was crazy. crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. I, I, and that's, you know, obviously without hiking and stuff like that, just normal day to day, but you like have to had to actively seek out getting yourself out there mm-hmm. and moving. moving There's also something to be said for and I said I I'm a personal trainer too and I said this to my clients. You cannot underestimate the effect of the stress that has been on our bodies and the lack of dopamine and epinephrine just naturally occurring that's not happening. You can't replicate that and like cortisol that ha- the release of cortisol that happens in really stressful situations affects your body whether you want it to or not some people it makes them really thin some people get like that the stress makes them very um uh, lose a lot where others it's, yeah. it's the opposite you know so you we can't underestimate and we have to give ourselves grace like every second of every day well and and the reality is is that we are athletes we are athletes in what we do. Um, and, and, you know, with Come From Away, it's a really deceptive show because you don't think that it's a physical show, but it is so physical and we have a lot of repetitive motion and um, it doesn't, we don't stop. We're on stage the entire time. And so, you know, injuries happen mm-hmm. in this show in, in ways that people would not think it would happen um, because it's like not considered a dancey or a dancer 
type show, but it, it, there's, there's a lot of movement going on there. And so I, I'm, I'm hopeful that all of us are going to do what we need to do to take care of ourselves and, um, nurture our bodies and our, our souls, because, you know, getting back into this eight show a week schedule is no joke. Um, and I've already heard from some friends who, who are working in other States that, um, are already suffering with injuries and it, it's, it's just, we're being asked to perform as if we hadn't stopped for 17 months. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so I think, you know, as long as we're just really cognizant of that and take care of ourselves through this, we'll be okay. Yeah. And take care of each other, I think. And take care of each other. Like, let's yeah. look at, out for each other because um, we're going to need as much help as we can get. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, but also the, on the positive end, like how glorious, how glorious to be able to, you know, um, there was a, a recording that was out there that, you know, was floating around in our, in our group of the opening performance of Come From Away on the West End. Mm-hmm. And um, they had a backstage recording of the, the PA and the end of the opening number and the applause was like six minutes or seven Ugh. minutes long and the cheering and it just was nonstop. So, and it brought me to tears, like that kind of, um, we've, we've yearned for that, right? Yeah. That return. So I'm really looking forward to that. We're going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. What is, as we start to wrap up, we've been talking and asking about um, sort of like a mantra for this time. As you move through this moment, what, what, is, what could be your mantra? Or what are you carrying with you to, to maneuver this? You know, leaving, having to separate from Max now and 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 go back into rehearsal and you know the grace we're giving our bodies all the things that particularly as mothers we have to carry you know just the logistical as my daughter says lifing you know adulting but all of it on top of you know returning to our artistic homes and spirits i 
you know, there's a lot. I mean, I, I'll be honest with you, part of my return is, um, you know, I, I reached out to, um, a company member to ask her, she's a neighbor of mine. She, um, she lives near me. And I asked her, you know, what are our plans for transport transportation? Because I personally don't feel safe traveling. Um, I'm like opening, I know we're trying to wrap no, it up, but no, I'm just no, opening this up, but this. yeah, but, um, wanting to find somebody to ride home with at night because through this period, um, the Asian hate crimes that are still prevalent and, you know, happening even just last Sunday, this past Sunday, there was another one. Um, it, I have to consider that the city is no longer the city that I have lived in for decades, feeling safe, walking around at all hours. And, you know, um, I'm very fortunate that our show is only 100, 100 minutes long. So I'm not that late in coming out. But, you know, I still have to consider, am I taking car rides home now? Am I, um, or if I'm getting on the subway, I don't want to do that alone. Um, which is something that I didn't have to think about pre-pandemic, um, quite frankly. Um, so it's, there's just a lot, there's a lot that has happened over this period. Um, and I, I just feel like, I think my mantra will just be, be gentle and not quick to anger because that's something that I've kind of earned over this period too, is, um, I'm just very quick to anger these days. If I see something that doesn't feel right or that there's an injustice happening, that's where I am right now. I know. That's because of your heart. Oh, so much of it, Pearl. It's like we we see this injustice, and we're quick to ang you're quick to anger because you care so much, because you are a good person, because you are a loving human and very empathetic, and we all should be more so, right? I mean, that's you're you're a very empathetic person living in this world right now, and it's so heavy on top of the horrible actions that are being taken to people in the Asian community, Asian American community, AAPI. It's, um, it's, it's horrifying, it's horrifying and horrible. And that is definitely an adjustment that to be honest, before talking to you, I, I mean, I've, I know these things and I know it, but it didn't cross my mind to talk about it specifically with regard to the return. Do you know what I mean? But of course yeah. you have to get to work. You have to go home from work. You have to feel safe when you leave the theater at night. And, um, yeah, that's no friend. But how amazing, <laughs> Pearl, that you are, you, you're trying, I mean, your emotional reaction, you're saying you've been quick to anger, rightfully so. Right. And you are, cognizant enough that that's something you want to not tamp down but but check 
because obviously it also is taking a toll on you, right? That, that emotional response I'm sure is, has really, uh, taken its toll on you this past 17 uh, months. And I feel like our country is in a place that is quick to anger Mm. on all sides, unfortunately. Um, and, and is part of what has gotten us to this place that we are in right now, um, with our former administration and the, the hate that was spewed. So knowing that your empathetic, loving response to injustice, um, is something that you are so self-aware of. I mean, I feel like we can all take a lesson from that, right? Is that this, as this move, as we're moving forward, if anything, if we have learned anything from the, from this time is that sure we've all been in a pandemic, but what's the thing that we've seen? We may all be in the same storm, but we're not in the same boat, right? Our, ex- mm. our experiences through this have been so different. Jessica and I have not experienced what it has been like to be an Asian American during this time. And I can't begin to imagine what that feels like. So as we move forward is to have that broader viewpoint of what every single person around us, how they are experiencing this moment, you know, and how we can move forward through it in a more compassionate, empathetic way. Um, and it's a, it's a know, lesson for all of us. I, I wanted to, um, I had talked to Jessica about this, but I wanted to also bring up um, Tom and I collaborated on a song that actually has to do with this very subject and, um, and the hate crimes and what has been happening. Um, and it, it was such a gift to be able to creatively speak on everything that's been happening. Um, and so Tom Kitt and I, you know, Tom Kitt has created this incredible album that just recently got released and each track is a different, um, story. So we, um, a bunch of us co-collaborated with him and we were asked to give him a statement and he then um, composed a song based on what we wrote. Mm-hmm. And so um, I know you guys had mentioned that you were talking to Elizabeth Stanley, who's a friend of mine, um, and she's on the album as well. And Mandy Gonzalez, who's also a, a Broadway mom, she's on the album as well. And um, and each track is different, and I call it a time capsule of this last seventeen months, and um, and so I am grateful that I had that um, opportunity to channel what I was thinking and feeling over this period into into art, and to be able to collaborate with him was was really a gift. Um, again. I, I'm I'm grateful for the space that you guys provide for all of us to be able to talk these things out. Um, and I feel like we all need that. Everybody needs a space and and ears and hearts to receive um, because what we've all been through, this entire, world has been through is um is unfathomable actually mm-hmm. even though we've we're living through it it's it's a, a crazy 
um, crazy period of time. Yeah. Yeah. I still feel like it's a horrible dream. I still say this, this is happening. This happened. (laughs) This is happening. I mean, I lived it, but it's wild. It's wild. Oh, I love you, friend. I wish I could reach through the screen and give you a hug right now. (laughs) Oh, thank you. I just love seeing your faces and thanks for checking in. I mean, it's, I, th- I think it's going to be just so healing to be in that space and with those people and telling this story at this time. Um, Absolutely. And, that is mm-hmm. a come from away. It makes you feel so good about humanity and about people and just, it lifts you up. I love that show. It's, it's beautiful. We could all use a, a, do- a healthy dose of faith in humanity right now. Yes. I think so. Yes. Yes. You're looking exactly. for that come from away is, is definitely the answer. For sure. For sure. Well, Pearl, thank you for joining us. We'll come. We're going to talk to you again once you start rehearsals. Oh, That's my gonna... goodness. Ooh! That's next week. Ooh! I That's start exciting. next week. Oh, my gosh. So soon. What's crazy is so your last soon. show you said so is exciting. October 7th, you think? Yeah. My show reopens on the 8th. Like, you're going to have oh! rehearsed and done your show. <laughs> Well, and then that I can come see you. Yes. Yes, please. Because I haven't seen the show yet. Oh, you guys. I still have to go because we were supposed to go the weekend of the shutdown. They were. Let's go together. Let's go together. I want to (laughs) go. Let's do it. I love that idea. I love it. Awesome. Well, Pearl, we will talk to you soon. And um, I'll see you in the neighborhood soon, maybe. Yes, neighbor. Yes, neighbor. Okay. Have a good night. Thank you. All right. Good night. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Mama's Talking Loud. Special shout outs to Justin Squiggs Robertson for our fabulous new graphic, Kristen Lopez, Bobby Lopez, and Justin Wardweber for our awesome theme song, and of course, the Broadway Podcast Network for bringing us to you. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com.